Fuck, I already messed it up. Wow, like it, you actually sound like you have a podcast voice. I don't know if I should fight you or thank you. I'm really happy. I'm also I'm drunk. So I'm not ready. I have yeah. I have two drinks. I have like a full G and T with me, Ooh. which is still sad, still flat. Uh, but then I knew I was going to need another one, so then I got a, a tall boy. But I yeah. knew it, I wasn't. I was going to get too warm. So I was like little. See the koozie? It? It's like a yeti koozie thing, though. Oh, so you know it's fancy. It's pretty fancy, right? I got it for Christmas. <laughs> yeti is so yeti is like the uh, the fancy. Uh, Outdoorsman-y thing, right? I I don't know. I don't know if they have a good reputation. I, I know that like they're one of the things that like you would have if you are if you have the money to do it. But I don't know if they are also a good brand too. See, I think that Yeti is more of like the Cape Cod frat boy outdoorsy thing, and that Carhartt is like the real outdoorsy thing yeah i i I guess i I don't disagree that i think that like yeti comes from more of a place of privilege but that also doesn't mean that it's not necessarily good product too oh yeah i have no idea about that because like like, people like i think green egg grills are supposed to be like the really like you know like fancy ones like the nice Mm -hmm. ones but they're supposed to be like work properly too so like if you if you can afford afford to do it then they're awesome but uh i don't know anything about eggs This is Lit Lit. I didn't mean to say that. Hi, this is Lit Lit. This is a podcast where we read books sober and we talk about them drunk. And I'm Danny Burford. I'm Andrew Cleva. <laughs> this week we're talking about green eggs and ham. No, we are. No, we're not. Them. No, we're not. That was a bad. No, <laughs> that was a bad, timely. Uh... What we are talking about, though, is The Mars Room uh, mm-hmm. by Rachel Kushner. Correct. Um, which. It's sad. It's a sad. It's a sad book. It's it's a bit, it's a bit of a doubter. Uh, it's a bit of a sad sad girl time. Well, so uh, so I believe when we first uh, start, we're talking about like books to read next. Like you had found this one somewhere. Was it just across some kind of list that uh, someone had made, or was it uh, a yeah, recommendation so from someone was, else? Yeah, it was a recommendation from um, actually one of my. Rip it and rip it, baby. Yeah. Drinking. Uh, this is Juice Lord from Lord Hobo. Oh, what um, is it like a juicy IPA? I that, that that was my assumption when I got it. So uh, the can is cool. It's like fucking neon pink and green, um, and it is probably good because if people that are listening don't know, Lord Hobo makes pretty good beer in general. But yeah, I like Lord Hobo. I also, I also used to love going to their actual oh, bar the that's that. in Cam. In Somerville, is it actually is it like a juicy IPA? Is it good? Yeah, it's kind of that's kind of what we're going on going on like little 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 like I don't know melony maybe. That's the How bitter is it? It's not very. Uh, this is gonna sound like really super douchey beer person, but like if it is bitter, it's like up front as opposed to uh, like lit like at the end. Like you're not like you're not you're not just fucking tasting the the IPA bitterness the whole time or anything. Yeah, uh, it's not it's not bitter in the throat. Just bitter on the tongue. <laughs> anyway, how'd you find out about this book? <laughs> uh, I, my um, my old I don't want to say old. She's not For, old. Former? Uh, my former? my former manager at um, my last job 
recommended this book, and I went out and I bought it probably now at least two years ago. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So I've had it for a while, and I did start reading it. And then I think we started reading some – I don't know. I think I started reading something else or just, like, didn't – I don't think I was expecting as heavy of a read as it was, so... Sure, sure, sure. You thought, it, it, do you think it would be more, like, thriller-ish or detective-ish, maybe, or something like I, that? I or? thought it was going to be more based around the actual crime, as yeah, opposed yeah, to sure. uh, time and incarceration. Gotcha. That, make, that makes plenty of sense. Like, yeah. Like, some level of mystery, some level of, like, suspensefulness to it, or something like that, as opposed to... I also thought it was going to be, like a wrongful lawsuit, like she didn't yeah. do it yeah. kind of a thing. And I think that I was even hoping for that up until the end, too. Yeah, like she was somehow going to be justified. So, yeah, so to to, to give the basics of it, this is uh, the story of a woman named Romy, I believe I'm saying that right, R-O-M-Y. Um, if it's not Romy and Michelle's high school reunion and it is, in fact, Ramy, then I apologize. But... Uh, <laughs> Is she gets sent to prison, and she gets sent to prison um, for murder, and she's there for like two consecutive life sentences or whatever it is. Without so parole, yeah, I she, yeah, she's 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 a lifer, um, and it's it's I would say the first section reads almost like memoiry, as in like yeah. I, I I wasn't even feeling that there was a plot that much at that point. Like it almost felt like it was just gonna no. be someone like kind of going through the prison system and it was gonna talk about their lives and it, and, and in, in doing so it would detail like the awfulness of the you know uh, carceral system in, in the United States and, 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 and in general. Um, and it wasn't until um, the plot point of her mother dying is when it actually kind of I think kicked into more of a I don't know, plot-based story, as opposed yeah, to just I, something I, that just was happening to people. I feel like at first it was almost like stream of consciousness without it being as prosy, you know? I just thought it sure. was like, just kind of like going through with like what every what, what everyone needed and what was happening. Yeah. Um, very, very, very well written and smartly written the whole way through. I, 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 know, oh, yeah. I, I know that you don't mean that to, to say otherwise, but like, well, like when, if we're saying like, not quite as prosy or whatever, like, yeah, it's more... Just you know, head to head to paper type of talking about life. Like it's still yeah. very nicely written and very. Uh, oh, like, of course. Like, like we we each took like different passages out of this. I, I I know. So I think when I say prosy, I mean more along the lines of there is punctuation, there are quotations, <laughs> like there's conversations. Whereas I feel like a lot of the times when it comes to prosy, prosiness, uh-huh. <laughs> like you like mostly you mostly have like no punctuation and you like can't even like follow th- like it's hard to like oh, oh you see it as more experimental yes okay interesting All right that's uh that's how i vision it but yeah. uh i did you like it uh i did i did like it overall um i have some structural like i don't know if it's complaints is the right word but just questions and i know we'll get into that a little bit later on um mm-hmm. that make me I'm just wondering. I'm wondering how tight certain parts of it are. I'm also just wondering if I maybe uh, missed out on some of the, some of the different points that she was making. But um, I did like it. It's a tough book yeah. to to like exactly in that uh, it is detailing some pretty horrific uh, circumstances. Um, yeah. And I guess just as a, as a general like, uh, so this is a book about the, the you know the prison system specifically women's. Um, uh, 
we're not trying to to do this as like a, oh man we know everything about this now or we, you yeah. know like mm-hmm. being touristy as a as a, using it as a kind of like a entertainment um i don't know i just don't want to give the impression that we're like oh wow we know everything and let's talk about how awful prison is like oh, this is awful because it's fucking awful not because yeah. we're trying to admit, we're, we're trying to put too much of a show on or anything no 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 um i when i remember when i was recommended this book i was told that this on a second read, it gets better. I mean, it's obviously a fantastic book. I actually really, I really liked it just like off the bat. I was a little bit confused, um, which is not uncommon for me. Uh, <laughs> I did I, get a. I, I would never have said anything like that. <laughs> I did get it. Like I was, I'm someone that generally likes to reread books, or yeah. I'm also someone that if I read a chapter, I just know that my mind wasn't all the way in it, so I have to redo it. Sure, sure. Um, so when I like went back to reading this book, I had read about 100 pages of, the, of this book to begin with. Oh, okay. And then put I didn't it realize down. it got that far, okay. Yeah, and so then I, re- I was like, nope, just reread it. And then I realized, I was like, even though it had been like a year since I had even touched it, I basically was reading it for the first time, is <laughs> what my mind felt like. Sure, um, sure. So there were definitely portions of it that I had to go back and reread. And I think that the way that it was stylistically put together, for me, made it... I had to have, like, that reader brain on of being able to switch yeah. quickly. Yeah, um, And it was broken up in a way that was, like, rather obvious that you were going to be switching to a different scene or a different timeline or a different whatever. Mm-hmm. But I just had to be able to make that mental change in my mind while I was reading it. Which, yeah. until I got a little bit further into it, I just, like, wasn't doing that in a, the best way. No, I, I I understand. I think that, like, I don't know if this is the same, coming from the same exact place, but, like, I, I if I had trouble getting into this book, it was because I wasn't sure what it was trying to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not commentary in, in, in a negative way on the book. It's just that I'm going into this and I'm not positive, like, if this is going to be, like, a a thriller or suspense book um yeah. is this going to be a commentary about uh the prison system with like a you know general pretty obvious through line plot but nothing too much more um is this going to be um it, even if we if we, even if we acknowledge that it's about like like you know a woman in prison in prison for life uh and the good or bad of that um it was you know was this going to be someone who was val- uh, correct in doing what she did was she was she wrongfully in prison like are, yeah. what, what kind of morality story are we are you know are, are we trying to tell what kind of uh, redemption story are we telling too or, or if we are yeah, yeah. And, and like and so a lot like a lot of my uh I don't want to say I was ever really hesitant to get into it. Um, I guess a lot of my confusion, but confusion's not quite right either. I, I guess I just wasn't like 100% where it was going, and so I hadn't quite had a read on what I was reading uh, until it got further along the plot and along what yeah. I was trying to do. No, I totally get that, and I, I felt the same way of... And I start to think, like, maybe this is an issue because I'm reading so many different things right now. Not that it's like an issue, but just like the expectations that I put on books to have happy endings or the expectations <laughs> that I put on books to have yeah. resolutions yeah. where I think the whole point of this book was that there was no resolution. Like that's yeah, yeah. the whole point was just like, no, this is just life. You know, this is just what a, this is just a really, really fucked up yeah. shitty reality that people are living. And it was 
I know it's a work of fiction, and so, like, saying that it's exposing anything isn't really, like, Mm -hmm. I don't think the best way to put it, because it's not, you know... Investigatory journalism or something. No. Investigative, Jesus. But it's Uh, definitely, like, I mean, when I was doing some, like, research on it and research on the author and stuff, it's based off of things that are real, you know? Yeah, she did research. She does does some of the, um, she mentions this in the acknowledgments in terms of people she talks to, and I, I, I did a little bit of looking up as well, yeah. Yeah, and so it's just steeped in in realism of, like, what's actually happening in the prison system. And especially, I don't think that a lot of of our media shows the women prison industry. Yeah. Uh, And, I mean, I know we have Orange is the New Black, but... Fair, I hadn't thought about that, yeah. But I, I don't think that you get to see that. I think that a lot of it... A lot of like the pictures of prison or you know the ideas of prison, it's mostly geared towards males. I would agree. And also, I really thought it was—I almost said interesting. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I almost did it. I thought it was. I need to also stop saying really. I thought it was eye-opening. There it is. All right. There we go. All right. I thought it was eye-opening that. Uh, she also brought in uh, the trans population and yeah. brought in different populations that definitely aren't, you know, highlighted, at least in the media that I'm seeing and the different types of, sure. like, social stuff that I'm seeing. And, and, and in in a way that wasn't, um, like, this is the point of this story like, type, oh, yeah. type, type thing. Like, it, mentioning, it's from, because it's from a character point of view, um, it's not going into, like, any lengthy diatribe, for lack, lack of a better word, but about, you know, a mission statement about what they're trying to say. Um, and, and and so it came across as very natural. It came across as, like, these are just characters that are involved in the story. Um, yeah, but but and- treated with humanity and treated with respect and, treat, and, and, and in a way that I'm sure plenty of people wouldn't have seen characters written like that before. And, and I like stories that, once I actually understand what's going on, I kind of like stories that don't have a point. <laughs> yeah, I, I also, you know? yeah, no, no, we're on the same page here. Like, I don't, I don't mind luxuriating in an atmosphere as long as you're presenting me with something that is worth like spending some time in. I loved that saying, luxuriating. Uh, yeah, luxuriating in an atmosphere. I, my speech impediment would not <laughs> allow me to say that after a few more sips of this G and T. But I really, I luxuriating. Yeah. It does sound vaguely like urinating, which is not luxurious. Well, that, that, so that doesn't that doesn't play well into the sauna impression that I'm going to then give you. So, <laughs> so, so yeah, not so much. <laughs> but I, I guess my point is like I, I'm with you. I, I was. That's why I didn't want to say like confusing or any anything with a negative connotation when I was talking about what how I wasn't sure what this book was for a while because while it was kind of memoir-y, while it was kind of you know the story of a woman's life as she goes through the prison system, uh, I was totally fine with it. It was like it was yeah. it was very it was very uh, the 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 writing was was very good uh, for lack of a better word. Uh, there there was a lot of detail that you know you don't get without some kind of not lived experience but at least researched and related experience mm-hmm. um and there were i don't know just little like tweaks and and parts of the story that you wouldn't have necessarily thought of and so it was very interesting to be in that space yeah uh 
But then eventually it did change into something a little bit more uh, yeah. uh, narrative. dynamic. Yeah, narrative, I would say. What I also really love that I'm just kind of realizing now, mm-hmm. uh, this also is definitely a book that is, when you're reading it, it's awesome, but actually being able to talk about it, I feel as it's like a very English course <laughs> yes. book I, where you like I, start I, to I, realize I, more. Yeah. I, I, I think... I, we already have talked a little bit about this uh, when we were talking about before we started recording. I think that that might keep going, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I also loved that um, Rachel Kushner didn't have, like, Romy not belong there, you know? It wasn't, yes, like, yes. this this girl who was out of place, like, no, I shouldn't be here, like, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. It was the understanding that everyone there was, like, well, no one wants to be here. Yeah. But, like, we're all here. So, like... And there was there was no railing against uh, like the injustice of, of of being there, or and also not like not even the type of person necessarily mm-hmm. that, that 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 wasn't supposed to be there. Like she she was she's white, but she's you know as she discusses like not a privileged type of white. She was you know the the, the junkie stripper type of uh, type of you know uh, white townie from San Francisco, um, yeah. a, a, and that is not necessarily a character that you'd have at a lot at a lot of. You know, heroic novels. <laughs> That's not necessarily the person that you're going to have like leading your charge um, in, in a lot of typical stories, but this isn't a typical story in that regard, yeah. and I really appreciated that. Yeah. Um, I also, when it did kind of make its... When it moved to the portion after her mom had passed away, after yes. Romy's mom had passed away, and there was then this like set realization, which obviously I think that Romy had had, but like a set realization mm-hmm. that her son... Yes. Her young son was now going with now did not have the support yeah. that he needed, and then I also thought that in those scenes where she was told that her mom had passed away, and that in a car accident, and then no one was able to tell her what the, the status of her son, yeah, and the prison guards were all saying, "You wouldn't have done what you did if you wanted to be a good mom." Yeah, I mean that's. Like, Fuck you. The complete lack of any anything resembling empathy. Yes, and like the I think I think one of the you know key points of this book is that it's about the lack of humanity that is given to you know, prisoners, um, mm-hmm. like of any kind, deserve it, deserve it or not. Um, like like there's that that scene in particular, as you're saying, like she's having a very conventional and understandable reaction to hearing oh, that yeah. a her mother died and b her son now doesn't have a guardian that, uh, that that's available for him like mm-hmm. these are very very reasonable things that she that she should be allowed to express and they like what throw her in like like suicide watch and dope her and, and dope her up for like months on end uh and, yeah. and don't even and don't even tell her what's going on with her case or give her a, like an outlet to the outside like the you don't do that to someone you think is a person like, no. like, like, like the, and this is you know. I, I don't think this is terribly groundbreaking to say, obviously, but like, like the, the complete lack of humanity that is given to, the, to to people is the point of of a lot of what Kushner is saying here. I, I think that the moment, well, there were a lot of moments where I was sure. like, "Holy fuck!" But it was when it was Laura Lip who was pregnant, correct? Who like no, gave her, it was no, um, who, um, a button uh, Sanchez. That, oh crap! Button yeah, the fifteen year old um, or whatever, yeah. Yeah, who was pregnant, gave birth, and then they just, like, took her baby away, everything yeah. like that. Yeah. And then the scene, this happened, like, later on in the book where they're explaining more about Button and you're looking, like, you're getting more of, like, an in-depth uh-huh. where they just, like, throw her in 
a van and like she's just like in so much fucking pain and no one's helping her and they don't care and like just insane yeah it's it's someone like it's it's like an eight month pregnant 15 year old and it's just like absolutely no one that gives a shit I guess like with you know that scene in particular uh, with 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 baby being born, I understand. I understand that like you have to kind of dull yourself to some degree to be able to do those jobs as like a guard and prison doctor and thing like that every day. Um, it's kind of like chicken and egg though. Like what 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 comes first? You know, you, yeah. you you stopping to care because you decided to stop care, or you know, or did you have to do that in order to to, to get on because it's so awful otherwise? I don't know. I, I I'm not going to start making. Excuse me, like uh, full judgments on that kind of thing, but it is telling when yeah someone can be eight months pregnant and a child, and people are just like, "Nope, fuck you, you're terrible." You know what I didn't I didn't remember until right now is that my one of my really good friends growing up, her aunt was a therapist for um, a prison in California, uh-huh. and she I forget which prison it was. I know that it was like a, what are they called? High security prison? At maximum security or whatever. Yeah. Maximum security prison. Uh-huh. Uh, and she was like their psychologist. Damn. That's... Which was, now I want to now I want to ask her. Now I want to like shoot her a message. Spe- special follow-up like, episode with... Uh... That would be fucking sick. I mean... That would be I... real cool. I'm going <laughs> to... Jot that down real quick. Yeah, I put her name down. Um, no, but I, I think that it was showing it was showing that the prison guards really did not give a fuck, except for Hauser, who. Well, he wasn't a guard. He was he no. Was, he was a civilian. Yeah. And also, the guards his story. Hated the <laughs> his story was a wolf story too. How how for you? Or, or like, go, go ahead. His story, just like, I think, I think, ooh, I think it shows the level, I think it showed the levels of, um, quote unquote, like, I don't want to say failures, but like, personally seen failures, Uh you know, where like, he had gone to school, had done all this stuff, was given this supposedly was given this place of privilege, this place of status where he should have been able to do something. Okay. And then it didn't happen for him, and he was super embarrassed by it. Yeah, it, and he was having trouble with, like, the, the his, his friend who was who was becoming more, like, famous yes. for, for that for that stuff, too. But, like, he's, he's from... Well, I, I, guess, I guess for him it wasn't, like, that much of a wolf story to me, just because it was, like... Someone in his like mid twenties, kind of like figuring out where, where, like where he's at with his life, and I understand that. I understand it goes to, to a a fairly dark place to go to, to you know to uh, to go into essentially a woodsy isolation for for a little bit. But then, like by the yeah. end of the story, he just like he's able to dip in, dip out of that kind of yeah. uh, life and not have it affect him too much. And granted, he's not a person that comes from privilege because he's someone that you know grew up a uh, working class in San Francisco with a. <laughs> piece of shit dad if i remember correctly um but yes uh so so he's like i i i i think that to a degree he's used to parallel uh what jimmy darling like um romy's old boyfriend because she says of him he's able to just kind of like 
you know, pick up and leave. Like he, he he's yeah. anything that he's doing with, with, with her or that, that kind of lifestyle his lifestyle. He's being a bit of a tourist because he has, you know, the pedigree and the ability to just kind of do what, what more of what he wants. And she also says at this point, she's being unfair to him. He just, you know, he just knows what his place in the world is and he's comfortable there and whatnot. But it seems like Gordon uh, is supposed to be a little bit of a parallel to that, but he doesn't come from that same, I mean, no, he, no, no. He's, he's clearly like he's clearly like a, a a working a more of a working person, which makes him a little more understandable. But I guess the point is that by the end of it, he's he is able to remove himself from the situation, uh, you know, to to further his own life, which is understandable. But it also ends up you know completely upsetting the life of of, of someone else. I also love the name Jimmy Darling. <laughs> I just think that is such a fucking good name. It just sounds like yeah. such. A skeezy name. Yes, it does sound skeezy. Yeah, where you're, where you're like, oh man, like I can picture you. I know exactly but he, who but you are. But he seemed are. like a decent dude from what from, from what uh, like uh, from what she says of him. Like he was, you know, she was by the end. Yeah. She was she was she was like happy more or less with in L. A. too, and then she has her old life come back and intrude on her in you know the most radical way possible. Yeah, I don't think that he was a bad guy, but I can just like picture yeah. who he is. Oh sure, like. Milo Ventimiglia some... from yes. Girl Girls. Yes, of course. He's yes, just, like that's, yeah. that's <laughs> yeah, what... Yeah, I, like, I know exactly who he is. I see, where you're like, you could be a really awesome guy, but yeah. if you're yeah. not, yes. I would get it. Yes, exactly. I, <laughs> that, know? That, that, uh, that, that is a very good description of it. I totally... So like, yeah. that's, like that's how I pictured that. Jimmy but I think like, that like... Yeah. I... I I think that she does a really good job, Rachel Kushner does a really good job of doing, of like moving through the characters and giving the characters Mm -hmm. their kind of own life and everything like that and creating this society in jail or in prison. Yeah. I also didn't know that there were a difference between jail and prison. For the longest time. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, to be be fair, I get it. You you kind of use it... uh interchange a lot of people use it interchangeably but yeah uh prison final yeah. final place versus uh holding place um wait so is it prison or is it no prison is the bad pri- i mean they're all bad but prison is like you know prison prison yes yes it's like the bad bad one god your nails are long i know they're just, I they were just right in front of the webcam so it's like, it's like you just see like the full the full effect there i know i like these like glue on nails though are not my cup of tea. Not very I'm not very good with, with what to do with my hands. Also, like if I do like accidentally go in a wrong direction with my nails, like my entire nail just comes off instead <laughs> of I'm it's speaking about living on the edge. Speaking about having a really tough life. Yeah. It's it's all about those target press-on nails. That's what, that's, what, that's what I've been saying for years. And I think Rachel Kusher does a great job of detailing that in her book, The Mars Room, that's, about the that's real her trap next of society. Book is, is. Yeah. is the target press-on girl. Jesus. Oh, I don't like that at all. No, no, not at all. That sounds awful. The target press-on girl. I meant to say the target press-on nail girl, but I... But, I but, I've, but I've, had, I've had a flat G&T in another one, and here we are. I'm actually going to get probably a little, like... Like actually drunk during this right. episode, nice. I'm feeling it. Like still it's got, coming still got in. Some like time you, left too. You know when like you can start feeling that you're getting a little drunk yes. because you start acting dumb. 
Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, and you're like, why did I do? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. That because you start saying things. You start saying things that you're like, oh, that's really funny. Like target press on girl. <laughs> and then your mind goes, ooh, Danny, actually. What you meant to You're say. talking about women in incarceration in like a super heavy book right now, so maybe let's not bring up Target. Let's move into that talking about the, the downfalls of, of our lives as opposed to of, of these characters. Uh, uh, the book is so fucking sad. We have to read something happy. We are we gonna have. Ha- we are gonna have to read something happy here next. Yes, <laughs> it, 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 this was a lot. Um, but uh, but you're not wrong. That she does a good job of creating characters that you that you are interested in at the very least. So you you can you can you can like or dislike or care about or not. But but she she realizes a lot of very interesting characters in this. Um, it's it it makes it tougher too because they're all in fucking mm-hmm. prison and they're uh, I, I believe yeah. everyone we comes across uh, except for. Um, Sammy. Uh, Sammy is is staying there for life. It's a lifer, yeah. So, uh, but Sammy's in and out of there. Yeah, all well, the time. she she is a different type of lifer, really. So, it, it, also, it's... I did love the fact that Sammy was like, "Yeah, you just got to real like you have to find a man who will support you." Yeah. Like writing letters and the scene where they put letters up for bid. Yeah, like I thought that that was. It makes total sense. Like you would, oh, I would 100%. never have thought that that would happen, but it makes total sense. And I've seen so many documentaries and stuff like that about murder and whatever and uh-huh. the aftermath of it and the trials and stuff. And I, there are a fair amount of incarcerated people who do get married while they're in jail, yep. who meet their fiancés while they're in jail, all of that kind of stuff. And... It tracks. Like I get it. I was, and now you're wondering how much of that was a game. <laughs> how many? How, how many of those couples lied to you? I mean, I feel betrayed. It's it, and, and your feelings are the most important here, as we've been saying. The, that's the whole point of why we have this podcast. That's the whole point of uh, this podcast and Rachel Kushner's The Mars Room. Yes. Yeah, that's, but that's I did think that point. like Sammy's. I did like Sammy's story when you got to go a little bit further into who she was and get a little bit further into her mind and everything yeah. like that and what she did. Um, the, she sorry, did. just just real, just real quick, like they're all very interesting and we and, and I think and, and I, I I just wanted to say this real quick because of it. Um Kushner does a great job of giving them like kind of one on one time with Romy and then you get like yeah. windows into each person that way. So you don't have to have a it doesn't. It doesn't read as forced. It doesn't read. A, no. It doesn't. It doesn't read as her like really having to drag all these characters out into the open. It doesn't realize. It doesn't. It, it feels very. It feels very natural. Um, and it does a, a very good job of getting not just the backstory but actual insight into the characters as well, uh, which is not something that you would automatically think would happen. You know, in, in a relatively short book. I also I love the uh, when they started going to wood, wood shop. Yes. Yeah. And they started making their little family and stuff like that. And that's uh-huh. when we, I think we got to know Conan a little bit better, too. Yep. Um, who was fucking awesome. Yeah, that's that, that's the most obvious, um, like, standout character, I would say. Yeah. As far as, mm-hmm. as, as, far as someone that you think that, like, someone will connect to or, or attach themselves to while, while they're reading it. Because, like, funny... Uh, uh, principled for you know, for whatever you want to say about yeah. uh, about being a career criminal all, and all that like uh, someone who later plays a very important uh, role in standing up for the the trans woman the trans woman that's coming into the prison um, there's yeah a, like a really interesting and enjoyable character throughout throughout I would say yeah uh, I thought that Conan was 
I'm trying to not use dead words. I don't want to say cool or awesome. <laughs> but I thought, and not interesting, God forbid, uh, I thought that she added a lot of good banter uh, and just yeah, good yeah. storytelling. Com- comic relief uh, in the middle of some, some situations that definitely needed it. Yeah. Um, the scene, that well, not the scene, but the storyline where we did kind of see Serenity come in, which was the other character who we haven't really talked about, Doc, yeah. um, was someone who we kind of, it was almost like a shared narrative with Doc, but you got, like, you went into his mind for a lot of the book and went back and forth. Yeah. Between so, Doc and Doc and Romy. Well, yeah. So, so yeah. The main, so the main character and main point of view is Romy. Um, it yeah. uses the point of view of uh, Gordon Hauser, who's the uh, teacher that uh, we were talking about before, and who then later presents a possible uh, presents as a possible solution for for Romy, um, mm-hmm. although it doesn't work out that way. Uh, and then there's kind of. As in, he gives her items that she uses. Yeah, but but she's but she's like she's more or less trying to groom him for the big ask of like finding some way to to take care of uh, Jackson. Oh yeah, or I, know uh, that. I, I know. Either that. either for you know for good of himself or to do some kind of other like lobbying or whatnot too. Mm-hmm. So like and, and and his rejection of that is what in fact you know puts pushes her to try to escape. So yeah. that part of it's pretty dark. Um, but yeah, there's all there's uh, and we, there's a brief other POV from Kurt, uh, her stalker in San Francisco, which we'll get into like at, at, at mm. the end of this. Um, but the other POV is this guy named Doc, who was a, a dirty cop who was actually connected to the main story because he was the one that uh, Betty LaFrance, the um, uh, death row inmate, um, yes. used to like kill her ex-husband or something like, her, or something like yes. that. Um, and it, so... She, no, it was he used him to kill the hitman for her ex-husband, I thought. Oh, so he was like the third guy or something like yeah. that. Yeah. It's like, it's, it was like a human centipede of hitman, but I wasn't really sure exactly how, where, oh, where, where, he, where he fit in on that. <laughs> what would that look like? Would that just be like guns and buttholes? Yes, oh, I was just going to say, be... it's just, it's, just it, it's, it's like, it's uh, what you would expect, but with the arms are just guns at the end. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, regardless, so he's in the story, and, and, uh, and he's the other, he's the last point of view that, uh, we were talking about, and he does bring in Serenity, um, who's the, the, this like trans woman who's being brought into uh, the the all women's prison, um, right. and a lot of this. Uh, so I, I'm still I haven't read um, any critical analysis of this book, and I only read it once, and I was never an English major, so I apologize if this should be more obvious. But um, I was trying to figure out why we have this Doc POV storyline at all. Um, mm-hmm. Not because it's bad; it's perfectly enjoyable. He's a, like he, he's, he's you know he's a shithead, but and he's a bad yeah. person. But he's like an interesting person to have a point of view from. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, at first, I thought maybe he was just going to be there to to for us to see the consequence of Gordon's actions because he just casually sends out a letter from Betty, which is the one that burns. Uh, Doc and leads to his yes. attempted assassination and everything like that. Uh, but then he stays in the story, so I wasn't really sure why he was still there. Uh, and it seems like he's there to be the connection to Serenity coming into the story. Um, who doesn't which, like... Who isn't in there for that long? So no, it doesn't seem... No, but, but this is where I'm kind of wondering because because I, I'm, I'm wondering if um, more of the point of of Kushner's novel. I mean, obviously, a large point of it is is like detailing 
uh, what goes on in prisons and what the prison system is like for the people involved and how, again, little humanity they're, they're given. Um, but I don't know if her main thrust otherwise is to this, this Romy plot, which is, which is interesting. And like, don't get me wrong, like something that, that, that that's worth following, but it seems like she almost wants to set up this big confrontation in the prison yard, um, mm-hmm. which, which uh, that Romy uses to escape. And that's the important part plot wise, but it's the head of all of this agitation about serenity, uh, a trans woman being allowed into the women's prison. And you have uh, this huge fight in the yard on whether or not, like, she's basically allowed to be there. It's all these factions coming coming together. You have like yeah. the white supremacist woman, the Norse, uh, getting in there and like be- beating her up, and Serenity protecting herself before Conan runs in and starts beating the fuck out of the white supremacist. But then you have uh, Laura Lip, who's the shitty uh, uh, manic uh, uh, prisoner that is they like literally shovel. He's literally a turf. Like, <laughs> like yeah. she has like she has gardening equipment, and she don't. All the people that she's with have gardening equipment, and she's the one who's been rallying against like this, like the uh, yeah. this person not being a woman. Um, and I'm wondering like how much of the point of so much of what Kushner was doing, including Doc's storyline, was in fact like this scene as well, as opposed to like the resolution of Romy's scenes, uh, story. I, I so one, um, the idea of like hitting someone with a shovel to me is way less like cringy than like fucking stomping on someone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's just, like, the idea, I think they called it, what what did they call it? Like, type of, it was like some sort of, like, jump that she did. They called it, like, a... It wasn't a curb stop, was it? No, no, no. I think they called it, like, a... I think it was, like, a monkey stomp Oh, 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 I'll look it up, because now I'm curious, but, uh... And, what, like, so she's basically just jumping on the Norse's head with both yeah. feet, like, over yeah, and over and over again. she's destroying this woman. She, she, she is American History X Edward Nortoning this woman. Ooh, and then when it uses, it uses the phrase, her head started leaking. Yeah. And I lost yeah. my shit. It was like, good God. I can't imagine the that. force of which I would need... To exert the, in the per, order to do the person, it. the first person on Serenity was the Norse. The Norse grabbed her and tried to pull her down. Serenity fought back. Conan pushed the Norse down and started monkey stomping her. Every bit of anger that had ever been in Conan came out of the bowl, sole of his boot, which connected over and over to the head and face of the Norse. The Norse's head started to leak. God, it's yeah. so bad. It's brutal. It was... It's fucking brutal. And and and, and, and let's mm. let's also let's also not ignore that that's where you leave that whole story. Or that mm-hmm. whole side of the story, like you don't, yeah. like you, you, you don't understand. You don't understand, and this is and this and this is fair because if if it is like I'm saying, and or not saying, but at least like wondering, um, and, and Kushner's trying to talk more about the larger idea of like acceptance of womanhood, um, then like that's a place to leave it because it's very um, uncertain still. It's very much up in the air. And in this yeah. case, like you don't know if Serenity survives. You don't know if Conan is, you know, thrown in ISO forever or, you know, killed by guards and rioting. You don't know anything about what's going on there. Yeah. I And I think that just also Laura Lip sucks. So hard. On all accounts. Like yeah. I also, when there was that scene though, when she, got the shit beat out of her like yeah. like two new girls like yeah. came and like chopped all of her hair off yeah. and so she kind of went quiet for a while yeah. but 
She sucks. Yeah, she's like, she's she's, she, she's ratty trash that you that you see in all. Like, yeah. she's. A, I'm sure she's like a very. <laughs> I feel like that. I, I feel, and this is no offense to this actress because she's a, she's a fantastic actress. I feel like Patricia Arquette would play that woman um, and would do a very mm. good job. And would do a very good job of it. But yeah, um, yeah I, I just like yeah, she's awful. And, and like and like you're like she's supposed to be like that's kind of like the point of like she's not given that much in the way of redeeming qualities. Like she's a. A child killer, maybe her own child killer. She honestly, killed her. Or, she killed her own kid to get revenge on her that's, husband. That's that's oh, Jesus Christ. That's what it was. Um, yeah. So then that was like the whole big thing is that why would we want someone who killed their own kid to be like backing this group of women who were supposed to be you know following the Bible and yeah, yeah. whatever. And they were like, but you murdered your own child. Also, yeah. once when, once she was out as leader of that side of it, then it, yeah, they got more traction because they were more militant without any kind of anything to apologize for. Yeah. yeah. Also, the crimes that were committed for the reason as to why these women are are in there. Yeah. Which we didn't really see until Hauser or Gordon. Uh, would go and do research on yeah, them, that, which that was, he wasn't was, supposed to do. No, but that was the device by which, like, they yeah, introduced the character. But like, to, to be fair, like, as <laughs> out of all the crimes committed in this story, uh, I, I, th- I think that googling the names of some of the people that he knows from prison yeah. is probably the least uh, problematic. But, Except yeah. he couldn't find anything on Romy. So he didn't find any, anything like as far as details, and that's another plot point that I was gonna, I, I, I was gonna kind of ask about because I was wondering how much yeah. of this was uh, was. Um, how much of his decision to tell her like no was based on like w- w- like his lack of finding something or was it I don't uh, think that so when that happened in the book I thought oh shit she actually hasn't shared her real name none yeah, of this I th- is true I thought I thought I thought the same type of thing so I still wasn't positively sure about what type of novel it was yeah yeah, yeah so like that's what like I thought might have been happening. Yeah. And then, of course, in my brain, I was like, we're gonna have a happy ending. <laughs> and it was like, yeah, fuck yeah, we're gonna get out of prison. We're gonna go hide in some trees for a little bit. And, like, we're gonna be all good. And You're then gonna we're gonna hide back. in some trees for a little bit. And then we're gonna hide in some trees for a little bit. And then we're gonna hide in some trees for a little bit. For a very, very long time. Which I could never do. There's no fucking way. There's no fucking way. I have seen enough of Naked and Afraid to know that I would never survive. I actually, last night, I had a dream that I was hiking some, like, through hike. Like, the, I was going to say the PCP. That's not a through hike. I mean, it might be for some people. (laughs) Not, Not for this. Nope. I had a dream that I was hiking and... In my dream, I had to put together like a fort, like a fucking fort thing, so that I could sleep under it. And I couldn't even do it in my dream. (laughs) I I couldn't build a shelter in my dream. You didn't even give like your your, yeah your your dream best self enough credit to be able to properly uh, construct a lean to. No, there's no way. Uh, oh yeah, no, I, yeah, yeah. So we're clear, like absolutely not. I would also be utter trash to this, and so like, it, feel, yeah, it feels very dumb to be like reading this book uh, and like seeing what she's doing, and then being like, "Would you just leave in his car or something instead?" But like, yeah. you know, I'm not going to act like I have any fucking no. idea how, how you would possibly do this kind of thing properly. I I did like that we didn't. I I, I honestly do like that we didn't figure out the entire story behind Romy by Gordon or Hauser looking her up. 
I like that we actually got it from Kurt's perspective. I mean, not that I not that I love that we got it from Kurt's perspective, but I am glad that we kind of got into the mind of her stalker. It was it was useful to see like the extent to which uh, it was useful to get to to get the context for it, like to to understand yeah. what 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 he'd been doing and what happened to her. And then, yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot more of a resolution to that side of it, or, or a resolution maybe the right way to say it. But it was more of a thorough like kind of retelling yeah. of it than it would have been if he had just like read an article. If, if if Gordon had just like read an article somewhere. The scene where he's on the plane and he bought two bottles of wine from Duty Free, though, and then opened them up and the flight attendant was like, oh, you can't use your own wine. I actually did resonate with him a little too much um, to where I felt (laughs) a little shitty. Where I was like, oh, man. And then the fact that he was sitting next to, like, some 13-year-old boy (sighs) and the family switched out seats. Just fucking cringe all over the place. It was so creepy. And then at first, like, you didn't. When you first got into his chapters, you didn't really know how fucked up he was. I mean, you knew that he was going to be, like, a little creepy. But I loved the way that it escalated so quickly in the few pages that Mm. you were reading about him. Yeah, you only only get, like, 20, right? Or 15, maybe? And, like, the escalation that it went from, oh, I really like this girl at the Mars room, to, like... I'm going to follow her on my motorcycle every single day. I can't live without you. Yeah. Yeah. Insane. I, I thought, like, I was, um... The thing... Oh, fuck, damn it. <laughs> I've forgotten the trace of the show I was going to make off of that. Um, he's, one of those, he's one of those characters that's, like, that's hard to... He's he, he's just you can't empathize with him really. Like, no, it's, he's it's, creepy. He's just he's just a complete. Uh, uh, I, and, and the thing was, I originally thought that he was going to be like a San Francisco tech bro, um, mm. because again, early on in the story, I didn't quite know what the story was, um, and I didn't know if it was like super uh, suspenseful or if it was thrillery or something like that. Yeah. I knew I knew it wasn't just that because I, I, I was aware of how like well received the book was and everything, uh, like. But I thought that I wasn't sure if maybe there, like this was going to be some kind of commentary on like what San Francisco was becoming because so much of your time yeah. is, is, is spent in Romy's life in San Francisco. Um, I didn't know if it was going to be about like the, te- the tech shitty people coming in and acting like possessive and uh, you know controlling over the whole city and, and 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 its denizens and therefore like that's how Romy gets pulled into this whole thing. So even after I knew that wasn't the type of story that we were getting, I still kind of had that image of what Kurt was in my mind. And then we get like this fucking dude. Yeah, <laughs> we get this absolute like garbage fif- piece of shit. Late fifties, uh-huh. who went to a ton of bars in Cancun and was just like a shit show on the plane. Was a is 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 a process server. Uh, for, yeah, like for, as a job, he's uh, he's not like a super suave like rich dude. He's just someone who has like like a pe- he's pe- who's pensioned right and is yeah. Like, also. Fuck the guy at the Mars room who gave him her address. Oh, just the worst. Like I, I, Why? I under, yeah, like, I, I know, I know exactly that type of. Well, I don't want to say exactly, but I, I know I've known people that are that kind of like I'm a chaos agent. Ha ha. Like, fuck you. Like yeah. you, you're ruining people's lives. Like, ugh. like that's also like not even chaotic, but just like da- like actually oh, yeah. like, villainous. And, oh no, like, straight yeah, straight up terrible. Like yeah, yeah. But no. I'm saying, just... I'm saying I'm saying they think they're this like this. I'm the Joker. I'm a I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm so I'm, I'm so crazy. I'm unpredictable. That's why that's that's why I'm I'm so interesting. Like no, you're a fucking asshole. That's all it is. <laughs> that's why I'm so interesting. You know, 
Just why? It's but, what the Joker so, says all the time, yes. <laughs> so, like, he gets off the plane, finds out that she's no longer living there, goes to her apartment. The apartment's like, she does. Stalks I, her out for a yeah, while, too, before Doesn't he makes show that up, move, yeah. whatever. Finds out that he, she's moved to LA. So he gets in this doesn't, fucking car. Doesn't that, find that, uh, eventually finds out from the bouncer that she moves yes. to LA. Yes. Okay, yeah, sorry. And then drives down there, just like fucking. Also, that's a long drive. It's yeah, not it's, a fun it's, drive it's, either. It's, it's not. Yeah, it's not as it's not as short as I think pe- some people think it is. Like you, you, you're the West Coast expert. It's Coast like expert. it's like eight or is it ten? Like seven. Oh, okay. Seven to eight hours. Right, yeah. It's not. It's, no, it's not. It's not and not. also the five the five freeway sucks ass. <laughs> there are, and that's probably what you would take. Like yeah. So the five just has a ton of cattle ranches but like not the like free range fun ones that you're like oh they're having a good life no like Like, it smells like booty hole your entire (laughs) drive it is just like straight cow booty hole so what you're saying is it's it's not exactly the most scenic backdrop for this person's love love quest down yes uh, there were so many opportunities for him to be like oh man this this isn't what i I want to do this this isn't the ambiance that I'm looking for right now. Yeah. Like, all the time. So, but he gets there, sitting on her porch. Also, the idea, he was like, yeah, my knees are like dust. My knees don't, or like, don't work. Yeah. Also, the fact that he's using two canes, it just gets, like, creepier and creepier every second Yeah, for and, him. And, and, and like... And then this, of course, is the is where you actually find out what Romy did, and you and then you have like you know some level of judgment, of course, about whether or not like what she did was valid, and and you're like, because yeah. you're like, well, you know, this it's like this disabled older guy, like he's clearly like not a super huge threat to her in this moment, and it's like, yeah, yeah but he just showed up on her porch where she lives with her kid after she specifically yeah. left a whole city to ditch him, like, and and, and like, and, and I understand that you don't get like a a process of like her trying to get him away from her up there like she she basically tells him to leave her alone he won't and you're like well why didn't you go to the cops like did you read the rest of this book like do you really think yeah, anything no. was going to ha- going to happen with that and, and even if it does it's not like it, it is not a requirement for her to have the for like her have to let the field creep out and so like you see it from his point of view and you're like oh he's just a persistent guy like you gotta you gotta like realize exactly what this fucking dude is doing yeah. and, 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 the, and again the idea of just like showing up on her porch out of nowhere unannounced is like ridiculous it's wild so this actually reminds me of, and I know that there's this like trending hashtag going on right now, which is like not all men, like hashtag not all oh, men. Oh no, is it really? That's terrible. Yeah, so um, it's basically that like not all men are murderers, not it's all men the, are rapists, it's all, whatever. It's always the stupidest shit. Yes. Yeah, and what sucks is that on TikTok, <laughs> oh, no. there are like a whole bunch of people that are posting things and like videos of like defend of not not defending not all men. So. They're ex- trying to explain to men that, like, that's not an okay thing to say. And there was this one one guy who posted this thing on, on TikTok that was, so I go outside and I'm, s- there's a swarm of bees out there. I'm, like, there's a, a ton- swarm of bees. And in my mind, I'm going, all of these bees are going to sting me. So I'm going to fucking get away from all of these bees that are going to sting me. 
Now, logically, not all of those bees are going to sting me, but I don't have the time to differentiate between which ones are going to and which ones aren't. And I was like, how insane is it that we have to actually put it into terms of bees? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I, I, like, it's like, and that's, and that, that's, and it's gonna, and you know what the thing is? It's gonna hit home for someone, and then you have to ask yourself some questions like, why is this what it took? Why, why, well, why, I, why? Yeah. So then you get to this point, and she sees this creepy guy on her doorstep who has been stalking her for months and months and yeah. months. And who she... also didn't, like, didn't want to admit that she had a kid, didn't want to, uh, any of that stuff, like, that she was an actual human being and not Vanessa yeah. from the Mars room. <laughs> did it, did, like, yeah, after, she, after he found out her real name, still refused to use it because he was, he was obsessed with his infatuation and his image of this girl and everything, too. Yeah. Yep. So then he's there, and he was like, I just wanted to touch you, I just wanted to talk to you, I just wanted to whatever. And then she takes a fucking crowbar, which also, I wish it wasn't a crowbar because I feel like that is like unrealistic to have on like a front porch uh, i do I, wish it was like yeah a, like a pot i don't know i get it like it's not that doesn't fucking matter that's just me being nitpicky <laughs> sure but like and that he tried to get up and that in his explanation of getting up he was like my knee was made of powder like i couldn't even get up and mm-hmm. then she fucking clocks him like i get it <laughs> it's 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 one it's one of those things that uh I, 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 as far as the like for the reader it doesn't really so much matter whether or not like you agree disagree it's 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 a useful talking yeah. point don't get me wrong but like it, it, and, and it's it, it's so it's it's worth getting into but like it's not like it doesn't make or break the story whether or not like you 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 think what she did is, is justified or not uh, yeah that said like it, like she like she was basically she was it's the kind of thing that is put into context you know by this story by the story that mm-hmm. she tells in the last like you know what 10 15 20 whatever it is pages from Kurt's point of view um and that's more context than the courtroom ever got because yeah. her her lawyer was so incompetent uh oh, and, and, and overworked and you know just also probably not that good in general um and you know was like didn't make it possible to introduce like everything that this person had done into evidence against her and maybe actually paint her in a more uh, pleasant mm-hmm. light as, as she was, she was driven to this by something. <coughs> is, is she, is she not guilty? Like, no, she killed a man. Um, and, uh, yeah, with, she... with, with, without it being a situation of imminent danger. Um, however, it's impossible to, <sighs> In my opinion, it's impossible to be a decent person and act and and still act like this is like a black and white situation that is simply one thing or the other. And like the, you know, if you had a half decent, competent working court system, then you would have you know someone being able to say like, well, you know, she does get she, you know she killed someone, but she killed them because of this persistent threat she pre- that they presented to her, and she gets twenty years yeah. in prison instead of two consecutive life sentences. Like she has avenues for her son to be you know a, 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 you know yeah. contact contact with her son and, and and working relationships and things like that. That was like the just the part that I think was super illuminating about this book of. That the justice system, and I think it's been fairly obvious. Uh, well, well history, documented. One might well say. documented that yeah. the justice system isn't um, playing for the little person. 
Oh, God, no. And, you know, isn't there uh, to help out someone who can't afford a lawyer? Isn't there it's, to help it's, out it's, someone? It's also, but it's also not just about, like, helping out. It's, it, like, it's, it's not there for fairness. Like, it, it's, it's, oh, no. it, it's, not, it's not there it's for... It's almost like it's not there. It's almost like it's not there, Andy. Is it there? I don't know. Who knows? The Mars Room. <laughs>